morning, black family. Sadat here. Gonna do something a little unconventional. So, so, so my baby's gone. I gotta do things kind of primitive to get it done. But this is a uh, prepper talking about. Uh, oh shit! Let me let him tell you. Hold on a second. You know, there's a lot of curse words that explain exactly what position we're in right now, but I think a lot of them don't do us better than the term FUBAR. We are effed up beyond all recognition. There is, according to military strategists, the government, the FBI just came out with stuff. There is no way that we are going to come back from this position. The FBI is saying we're going to have copycat and a whole bunch of events inside the USA that threaten your school, threaten your work, threaten your wife and your children at home. We have military strategists saying that this is it. We have passed the point of no return. World War III not only is on the horizon, it's in the rearview mirror. We are into it. And just because they aren't announcing that you are going to have to go to work in a factory to make ammunition and build supply parts for the government, for the military, doesn't mean that that's not exactly where we are. There are contingency plans, according to some people who work in government, that we know right now these contingency plans have them prepared to send you under a form of martial law into a factory so that you build the bombs, you build the ammunition, you build the airplane parts, you build the tank parts. Why? Because it's going to take every last man, woman, and child to try to hold on to the way of life that we have known and come to understand as a never-ending fact inside the USA. I just got an email here from an individual on the channel. I want to read it to you. Hey, Brad, thanks for leaving your email address. I appreciate it. I just got off the phone with my brother, and he works at a shipyard in this area, and I'm not going to say it, but it's over in the east coast of the USA. His job is to fill shipping containers and send them overseas. We are both former military. Our bug out plans involve meeting each other after an SHTF scenario since I'm in Georgia and he's here nearby. But during our last phone call, he told me some disturbing information. He says during that last phone call, he said that he had some inside intelligence. Over the past week, he has gotten several forms of federal clearance. He didn't know why until the other day when it happened. And he doesn't explain whether his brother has any sort of non-disclosure agreement or any sort of inability to talk about it. So I'm assuming he's able to legally talk about it. Again, we're going to leave out a lot of that information and any information that leads to a, uh, a, a chance to affect our national security. So he says he got federal security clearance. He didn't know why until the other day when he started filling dozens of containers with some sort of explosive material. Now listen to this, he says this is the first time in his career, the entire time that he has worked in the industry, that he has ever had this sort of filling. He said these types of uh, weapons or materials have never left this port inside of the eastern part of the USA. Now there are hundreds of grenades, hundreds of rockets, and hundreds of other things. Hundreds of military police forming uh, materials and equipment. The process 
To even get on court involves three different checkpoints. They checked your bags. They told him literally at gunpoint that he's going to stay there until he is cleared. So they're making sure that we don't have any sort of security breach there. Now he said the last thing he could tell me was these containers are bound not only for Ukraine, but also out to Israel. Now this lines up exactly with what we're seeing because we do have some other people with parts of the military. We have some people who are in parts of industry that work for the military industrial complex. And they're all out here saying the same thing that we are at that time right now where they're filling these orders. MREs, meals ready to eat. They're getting them ordered off and sent out in massive amounts. Tourniquets, blood stop kits, first aid gear, night vision, all these things. I just talked to a person who does night vision selling the other day. And he said he literally can't even fill the public's orders because the government has pretty much a non-stop order, an open order. You get them, they take them. Let me tell you, the only time in history that we have had this sort of military industrial complex economy is when we are in a multinational long duration war. Nobody wants to say it anymore, but just today, the Secretary of Defense, maybe it was a, another Secretary of the US government, they were out here saying, you know what? It's a fact. We're in a war. The war is bloody. The war is going to last a long time. The war is going to cost the lives of innocent civilians. What they failed to disclose was one of those innocent civilians for the betterment of the continuity of the United States of America, whether they would be you or your children or your wife, your husband, your grandparents, whoever it might be, your dogs, your cats. They're not talking about that, but you might be the casualty of this conflict. Why? Because we have a policy in the USA right now where we are letting, according to open source intelligence operatives, we are letting inside of the USA Chinese operatives. We're letting Russian operatives in. We're letting Middle Eastern operatives in. Why? How? Because they are not checking these people when they come into this country. What better way to sneak your sneaky little behind into the United States of America than through a direct open gap in what we would consider our border policy? They have no reason not to say, okay, go ahead, oh, you're of a certain uh, you know, ethnicity or background, you fit in here. All right, bam, get in there. Go stand next to that buddy. Get your freaking chalupa and get your little behind over there into the United States of America. Now, once they're in here, you're going to see exactly happen what happened with Israel. Sneaky inside attacks. They're going to give the command. A lot of times they're doing this over gaming consoles. So you want to let your kids know because here's a way that you can use your kids. You can help them give you better operational security. Force multipliers, remember? Anything that allows you to multiply yourself to either gather information from another place, garner intelligence from somewhere, to be able to have your eyes and ears somewhere else, let your kids be that part of you. And just let sit them down and say, hey, I know you like uh, you know Minecraft Realms, or I know you like playing Call of Duty, or hey, you're playing Valorant. Let me know if in the chat or in these multiplayer games like World of Warcraft, now they are monitored, but let me know if you see something that is suspicious that looks like some sort of plan or uh, initiation of things. If you see any calls to action, just give them an idea of what a call to action would be, how they would look out for these types of things. Likelihood you're never going to see anything. But just on that chance, that one chance that your kid hears or sees something, they can come to you and you can be like, okay, let's up our operational security the next day. Let's increase our situational awareness. Maybe you want to say, hey, honey, let's... Uh, 
you know, let's take that day off and that vacation day that we had been talking about for a long time. Let's both call in with this little bit of the stomach bug that we got. That stomach bug, of course, is the anxiety that this world's about to pop off and you figure things out. That's the type of thing that you need in your back pocket because they know, and if this is true, if what we're seeing is true, and they're loading on these types of materials like grenades and like rockets, and they're sending them through MP check ports, and they're having the military police at these locations, at the ports, they are in a war economy. We are in a wartime industry where that complex, the military industrial complex, is going to do nothing but fill open orders, deliver ammunition, until this attack comes here and it fights us at home. So he said there's hundreds of military police, multiple checkpoints. The last thing he said was they were on their way to Ukraine, Israel, and Jordan. Now, if we are funding them through military means, why are we using civilian ports in convex containers, he asks. He, speaking of his brother and I, both feel very uneasy about this. He also mentioned being down the road from what he said, and I'm not gonna go into this because this could give some location data, but they're seeing heavy military drills take place where he has lived here for years and has never seen them before. He doesn't know much else about what's going on, but then he heard the siren, so they're obviously preparing for something on that end as well. But I was more concerned, he warns, about the containers that he says, and they're shipping literally hundreds of them. He sent me a screenshot of the manifest, and there's literally dozens per page. So do with that information as you will. I figured I would share it with you first and foremost. Thanks again, Brad. If I hear anything else, I will be sure to let you know. Guys, they know what they're doing. They know where this is going. What they don't know is how bad it's gonna be for us, or at least they're not telling us, right? We have Janet Yellen out there saying America can certainly afford two wars. She says, as the US Treasury Secretary in that exclusive interview that I'm sure you've heard a lot about now, she told these outlets that certainly we can afford wars on two fronts. This conflict between Israel and its enemies threatens stability in the Middle East. We have Ukraine against Russia, but it is no problem when you've got the money machine going burr in the background. The problem is that the money machine used to go burr and they would just say, you know what? We're good for it. Let it roll. Let's ride it, boys. Now, instead of that, we have them saying, oh, you know, we're good for it. I, I got you. It's like a gambler who is just thinking that that next card, that next pull, that next roll of the dice is going to be the one where he can make up selling his wife's wedding ring and he can make up selling the house, putting it up for collateral. Guess what? They put your future up for collateral. They put your life up for collateral. Who's paying that debt? The pharmaceutical agencies that they are telling to not heal you. They're just letting them get riches and billions, Scrooge McDuck style, swimming in their gold. Why? Because they have a multi-pronged plan. They want to, I hate to use the word depopulation, but I will use the word reduced population. They know in their heart that they want less people walking this earth. And so we just saw a study recently, we were talking with our friend uh, from the channel here, Millie, and we were talking about how they have transferred Alzheimer's and dementia, neurological diseases, into the bodies of healthy subjects. They're doing it through the gut, through what they feed you. And here we have them feeding us garbage, nanoparticles, poison. We just had some uh, studies come out that say they want to, and they put up the patent for it, so that you can give yourself these types of uh, immunological uh, barriers at home. And I'm not gonna go into the terms there because they're real, uh, you know, real hard on discussing what these things actually are. They 
are okay with killing you, at least reducing your life. And Millie said, you know, what's the purpose there? Are they just going to harm everybody? I said, well, if you look at the bigger picture, they've already stopped us from reproducing. They've made it so economically challenging that only the people who shouldn't be reproducing are. Everybody with a brain on their shoulders is like, you know what? I want my kids to have a chance. Let's wait another six months. Let's wait another year. And they're thinking about it. What's happening also? Reducing the testosterone of men. Sperm count going down. They don't care. That's up to their plan. There is no good reason that we have allowed an agenda to take place that has reduced our ability to procreate. But it's part of their plan. And then they feed you the garbage that, may, that is cheaper to eat. Well, you get sick and you die quicker. But don't worry, if you do happen to catch that diabetes, they're going to give you some sort of patented medicine for the rest of your life. There you're a cash cow, right? They call them a pay pig in certain industries. And you do nothing but call them and say, how can I give you my money, please? And then you take your medicine home. Now here's what they want for the next stage. People to be even sicker. They die sooner. You have an age threshold that's somewhere between 35 and 65 years old. Perfect for them because they're going to get your military years out of that, your wartime years out of that age demographic. And so here we stand at a time in our future where you will look back on this and tell stories to your kids and your children, maybe even just somebody down the street, or if you're like a lot of people, you're a cat lady, dog guy, you're going to tell them to your pet because they've given you more trust than your family ever could have. You're going to tell these stories about how 2020 started the great World War III on our planet. But our job here is to get ready, to do everything that you can to be even a little bit in a position of advantage. Let me know in the comments what you are doing. And stay safe, everyone. Looks like it's going to be a fucked up situation.